ladies. Welcome to a new episode of our podcast. I'm so excited to be here with you today. And um, in this episode, I want to talk to you about something that keeps keeps coming up, um, especially from beautiful ladies who are going through a difficult time um, in a relationship. And especially those ones who are um, struggling with toxic people, abusive um, relationships. So I just wanted to show up today and to talk to you about why do we wait for years to have a breakup? And especially if the relationship is not working or he's abusive, like why wait? And why do we wait? Two things. Why do we wait? And why wait? What's the point? Why do we do that? Why do we waste precious years of our lives waiting and hoping if we have all the signs we need to let us know that this is not working, it's not going anywhere better, it's taking a toll on our health, well-being, and ability to give to ourselves and to others around us. So why wait? And why waste so many years waiting? And listen to me again and again. I'm going to keep repeating this until you get it. I, by no means, I'm saying that out of judgment. I have zero judgment for you. I have so much compassion and appreciation and respect for what you're going through because I've been there. I have waited for seven to eight years. I have, yeah, like, I think it's was eight years or seven years, something like that. And I waited all of that time. And right now when I look at back and I say like, holy smoke, why did I wait for such a long time? I had all the signs right in front of me. Why did I wait? Why did I just like not let go and just move on and find something better? And listen to me. I'm not saying that out of, out of regret or bitterness. I'm saying that out of compassion for you and wanting to pass my lessons, to pass what I learned from this to you so that you don't have to make the same mistakes. Do I have any regrets whatsoever about what happened in my life or the relationship not working or me waiting eight years until I figured it out? Like, finally, it's not going to work. Leave. No, absolutely not. I have zero regret because if it wasn't for the pain and the struggle that I went through, I most mostly, I think, I think I would have not have gotten to a point where I was like, enough is enough. And not only enough is enough, but I'm going to shift everything in my life. I'm going to change it. I'm not accepting mediocrity. I'm not accepting pain as a regular, you know, resident in my life. Do I not have challenges in my life right now? Absolutely. Do I not have problems? Absolutely. A, they're good quality problems. B, they don't come and stay. 
They come and they go. 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 And they come less frequently now because I'm in a much better feeling place. So I have quality problems. I have good things. And two, I don't struggle with working with these challenges. They're not even problems anymore in my life. The challenges are opportunities for me to grow and to learn how to, and to go to the next level. That's not how I used to see it back then. And so right now, let's not lose the track of our topic for today. It's why do we wait for years to have a breakup if the relationship is not working or he's abusive? Why? All right. So many reasons, but today I want to bring it down to three. Today, I want to bring it down, bring it down to three main things that make us do that. The biggest wait for years when things are not working, really. Number one is that we do that out of getting used to it. It's like it's like we get used to it. It becomes a habit. It becomes part of our lives. And then it's so all like it's it's so amazing how how habits um, can shape our lives, but then sometimes habits actually take over our lives. If we do not become conscious of the kind of habits that we instill in our lives, in our bodies, like we have to be super cautious because these habits, they might cost us our life, basically. When I look back, when I look back and I think about why did I wait for so long time? Like, let me think about that. Let me analyze that. Why did I wait for eight years until I got to a point where I made the decision, shifted everything um, in my life and never looked back ever since? Why did I wait? And the first thing that came to my mind is that I was just used to it. I was used to his presence in my life. Yes, I was used to the drama that his presence created in my life. Did we have a great relationship? Not all the time. We had good times, very little good times. But we had most of the time, there were like a tug of war going on, either fights, um, arguments, um, mad at each other, angry at each other. Even when we're planning the engagement and the marriage, like there was no, there wasn't a constant sense of peace and mutual understanding going on there. And I'm like, all right, that's that's like, uh, what were you waiting for? Well, guess what? I was just used to it. I was used to a drama. I was like, and of course, back then, I was not thinking about this consciously. Like, I was not thinking about, or I'm going to keep him in my life only to just keep the drama going because if he goes away, I don't know, like, what I'm going to have in my life, honestly. Like, my life might be empty. That's not That's not how I thought about it back then. Like back then I was just used to it and I wasn't even aware of the pattern. I wasn't even aware that I got used to him. I thought that I was so in love with him. I was not, honestly, truly, I was not. I was just used to his presence in my life. It just became a habit. It's like, imagine if you get up every day and then 
you go to work exactly the same route, the same street, same um, traffic light, the same turn, the same like same thing every single day for years. What happens? Someone might wake you up in the middle of the night. You're not even aware yet. You're not even up yet. You get in your car and you drive to work, not even realizing that you just did that. Why? Your body, your body became programmed. It did the same behavior, the same action over and over and over and over again until your body became the program until your body became its own uh, memory bank. And so you don't, you, don't, you don't even have to get involved and your body will just go out and about and do the same action without you even being aware of it. Like 10 minutes, 10 or 15 minutes later and then you're at work, you go like, oh my God, I don't even remember me getting in the car and driving to my work. How the heck did I get here? <laughs> well, it happened and you're not even thinking about it, that's because your body was just leading you to the work through the same route because you programmed it to become the memory bank. So right now you don't even have to be involved. Like it doesn't need you. You be hypnotized, you might be hypnotized actually and still drive to work the same exact route. And so that's number one, because we get used to it. So it becomes difficult to just let go of something that you got used to it. Yes. If you, I don't know, smoke uh, or if you um, uh, drink alcohol like every day for years, it gets your body starts, to, the chemistry of your body starts to uh, calibrate to um, the new um, hormones and, and the new changes that are happening in your systems as a result of you consuming these amounts of um, like cigarettes or um, alcohol and then it gets to a point where you can't quit. Why you can't quit? Because you programmed your body to actually need that and so it comes time where you 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 have your beer and then you go like okay I, I just gotta have it I just got to have it because your body, your your body's chemistry right now is used to having this as part of its functionality. Same thing happens with relationships. We are used to having the other person in our lives that it actually becomes a habit, and then you don't, you can't, you feel like you cannot give it up. So that's one. Two. Number two is that. We actually do it, and that's something that I um, that I realized that I did a lot. We try to maintain the relationship out of hope that the other person will change and that he will become the person that you really wanted and wished him to be. I am guilty of that. <laughs> Done it all the time. All the time. I've always had, and even when we had times when we actually broke up and then went back together, uh, broke up, came back together, broke up, came back together, broke up, came back together. And every single time we break up and we came um, and um, come back together, I always had this weird sense of hope. I was like, huh, maybe things changed 
when we were apart. So let me give it another go. Okay. And I just, again, go all the way in. And I don't even wait to see whether there are true signs, like signs of a true change happening before I actually reinvest my time and energy into the relationship. No, I would be so dumb that I just like go back. And I would naively uh, expect that he changed over, I don't know, like uh, a couple of weeks or even months. So all of this happens because we have this hope, the hope um, um, that he becomes who you really want him to be, that he like somehow overnight gets up and then go like, you know what, I'm going to change. I feel like I should change. I feel like I should be like that and then it would come back to you and voila he's another human being amazing doing everything that you wanted him to do and then you live happily ever after that's our hope that's a scenario that we build in our in our um in our minds but it doesn't happen and it just robs you of more time because you keep giving him chances and opportunities just for the hope that he would change and finally become the guy that you want him to be number three is that and again this is something that i did back then um is that when we wait, especially if the relationship is toxic uh, um, or the person is abusive, like we wait because we are, there's a, um, by waiting and giving more chances, we're actually satisfying our need to be um, um, like heroes. If you think about that, it's like we want to be the saver. The, um, uh, the person that comes and gives him a hand and takes him away from um, uh, struggle and pain and all of a sudden he does like he um, the um, all of this crap and decides to become the hero the man that you really wanted him to be we just want to become heroes because because we want to be the reason or the um, like catalyst for other people's change and for them saving themselves and saving us in the way we want to be heroes and we want them and we expect them to uh, reciprocate that and to come and save us in return again i'm sorry to tell you but that's just um an illusion that is being created by our fascinating and amazing minds it does not happen listen to me listen to me here closely you don't get to be anybody's saver you get to be your saver first and then by you tapping into your truth and being your true self your authentic self and living a passionate life you can be a reason you can be a reason for why other people might have a better quality of life, but you can never be a saver. If the people, if the person does not decide for himself or herself to change and to shift things, don't expect to be the hero. Be your own hero first. Take care of you first. And there's nothing selfish about that. And I want to talk about this in, uh, in, um, in a future episode. 
There's nothing selfish in taking care of yourself. There's nothing selfish in being your own hero. There's nothing selfish in thinking about you first. You don't get to be his hero without you being your own hero first. So show up for you first, save you first, have a great relationship with you first, feel great about you first, work on you first, get to know you first, work through your own insecurities first, get up in the morning and feel passionate for life, feel amazing, feel excited, feel, feel so much joy and so much energy that you, that you can go for weeks and months having this endless amounts of energy that you want to give and have and love and enjoy and embrace experience all of that for yourself first before you seek to experience it with someone else because i mean in the in the in the last episode i talked to you about uh like having a great relationship with yourself and listen to me until you have that you can't have a great relationship with anybody else because you feel like a scam but when you know that you are truly valuable like know it not just like crap mental thing but you actually know it like viscerally in your gut you know it and you get up in the morning feeling great about yourself because you know that you are of value and you know that you have so much value to bring to the table. You know that the guy who is going to be with you is lucky, like lucky, not only lucky, but he's a great dude because he gets to be with you because you bring so much value. You have so much to offer and therefore, so many people would love to have you in their lives, but, but you don't want so many people. You only want a specific person. But that's, again, for a future episode. So get to be your own here before you seek out to be anybody else's. And therefore, if you want to become your own hero and you're going through a breakup, you're having a difficult time working through the pain, I am inviting you right now to join our um, five-day challenge. It's going to be from June 25th to June 29th. And I call it From Breakup to Break Free Challenge. It's going to help amazing women like you who are struggling, going through the pain of a breakup. And I'm going to show you how you can go from that to um, a place where you can start working on yourself and feeling great about yourself getting over your ex and thinking about him or investing your energy and time into him anymore. You know, I'm going to share with you for five days. We're going to get together and I'm going to show up live to our private Facebook group for one hour every day. I'm going to share the lessons, what I learned, the tactics, the strategies, the philosophies, and everything that I did that took me from being severely depressed and even suicidal a few years ago to where I am today right now, just living with passion, with live with appreciation, so much joy and presence in life. Does that mean that my life is perfect? Absolutely not. I don't expect it to be alive. Me like perfect means I'd like just a straight line. No, I want, I want growth. That means that you'll always have challenges, but they're good quality. 
like good quality. And so please, I invite you to just be your own hero. Show up to yourself and invest the time in yourself. The challenge is free. You don't have to pay a dime for it, but you have to invest time in you. Give time to yourself and be your own hero. You can join the Facebook group and the challenge by going to the link that you find in the description of this episode. Or you can go to Facebook and in the search bar, you can type from breakup to break free challenge. A private Facebook group is going to pop up. Just click join the group. And I can't wait to welcome you there. So excited. So happy. I'll be rooting for you, supporting you. It's going to be an amazing community of women who are going through the same challenges. And they are deciding and choosing to show up for themselves and to be their, their own heroes every day. Please take the time, invest your time in yourself. Go to the link that you find in the description of this episode. I can't wait to see you on the other side. I'm going to share my gut with you. Please show up to yourself, click the link, and I'll see you on the other side. Take care of yourself, and I'll catch you up in our next episode. Bye for now.